This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Good afternoon, happy Monday. This is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary hanging out with you guys as usual. Rico, hello. Hello. That sounded like a painful one. No, I'm good. You okay? Yeah. I, that, that, made my, that made my diaphragm hurt nah. just hearing it. There was a slight twinge in the... <laughs> In the neck muscles was, there. Was it, was it intentional? No. Okay. Like my neck, like, so you just had to go along neck, with it. My neck like twitched, so I just had to keep it going. Um, let me just let me just get this straight here. 402-464-5685. The Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman text line. Thomas and Lincoln decides to chime in. Hello, Thomas. Nick likes to ditch Rico on his own show. So the happy hour is now Rico's show, and Nick is just a regular guest. First text of the happy hour today. Thomas, you are. But when did I ditch you? The last the Thursday and Friday. Thursday I was at the presser. You ditched me. Maybe that's on Nebraska for scheduling a press conference at one PM Central Time. You didn't have to go. I well, I, I think it was important. There was there was value in going. You didn't have to go. Sippa was there. Sippa was there. That's he's representing ninety three seven. I don't I don't think I don't think that's that's a good idea. Um Okay, yep, yep. I'll I'll let him know. I'll let him know. Hey sip from now on. Sipple, ninety three seven the ticket. When you ask a question, hi Steve Sipple, ninety three seven the ticket. And also how's ground I'm not sure. Uh we'll see how and then goes. Friday You left me. I did leave you, you that ditched day. Me. That day I ditched. You know. So from here on out, I want to hear our show, not my show. When has it ever been nothing but? It's always been our show. What do you always say? It's always no, no, no. Time no, out, Rico. Nick, Rico, Nick, don't do make say? me sound Nick, like a what worse you, person Nick, what than what I am. Say? No, Nick. Nick, what do you say when you're talking about things that happen on this show? When you and I are in no, here, Nicholas, when you and I are talking, that's, no, Nicholas. What is what is my question? What do you say? On the drive, specifically, when you're not when I, in when the I'm, conversation, when I'm, when I'm not I say here. my show. No, when I'm not here, yeah, okay. When I'm having the conversation okay. with AD, okay. Raf, and all the listeners, mm-hmm. I will say our, my show. Mm-hmm. But if you are in it, if you are part of this conversation, it's our show. I always say our show. Well, I, I appreciate always. that. I will get better because it's not. It's I feel not, like I feel like we're. we're I, I feel like we're trying to the sort out hours, some problems. The happy hour is a two-person people, people, pet project. People, people are probably going to be thinking that we're trying to get separated. This or is something. our. This is our child, and you're trying to take complete ownership. All right. This is no joint joint custody. Our child. Right? Our child has grown. This is not joint custody. All right. There's no. I get them on the weekends, and you get them every other day. Our child's starting to ride it's a not bike. How this a works? A little bit. We've raised we've raised a good one. <laughs> we've raised it well. And you're trying to just take them away. <laughs> just tear it down. Eric says marriage problems, guys. Yeah, a little bit. Not for me. It's one-sided. A little bit. <laughs> it's, it's all Rico's fault. I feel like you're not taking 
your part in this relationship seriously. <laughs> and I think says who <laughs> says who. And I think that we need to just just sit down and have a talk Chase, about this. Chase B says Nick lost the captain. Now he's going to lose the happy our, our happy hour. False. I didn't lose the captain. I got he got kicked out of the family. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't even say that. I think I just I just made a move. Similar to Walter Rouse, that was in the best decision. Ooh. I'm just kidding. Comparing himself to Walter Rouse. <laughs> I'm kidding. Wow. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. Relationship has There's, two sides. Relationship, this relationship is a two-way street. And right now, I feel like I'm driving down. It's a one-way. It's a one-way. Yeah. I'm making all the sacrifices. I feel like you're driving in downtown a lot Lincoln. Of, yeah. I'm making a lot of sacrifices. Because you're driving Making a lot of decisions. Lincoln. And I'm just being left out in the cold. That's what oh. happens. Better wear a jacket. I get, I get home and the door's locked. Oh, what's going on? You better wear a jacket. You change jacket. the locks. And I'm hurt. Can't John, even log into the ring doorbell. John. My Netflix has been canceled. There's no Rico profile. What it's, do just do it? it's just Nick. It's just Nick's and other. profile. <laughs> kids. Nick I'm, and kids. I'm hurt. Right? <laughs> well, I'm sorry that I hurt you, Rico. I'm sure it'll be fine. The, the, um, just disgusted with Cub, you. Cubsker says, I remember you guys in your first happy hour. You guys used to be so happy. <laughs> Was back when, that was back when this that's when this marriage was new. It was fresh. It was a new it relationship. The, it was the honeymoon yeah, phase. It was a new relationship. It was the honeymoon phase. We're a year in. We could do no wrong. It was unlimited for unlimited forgiveness. Things have gotten weird. <laughs> anyway, 402-464-5685. Obviously, a couple of you have found your way to the text line. Feel free to call in as well. Uh, we will be joined by our good friend Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska here in a couple minutes. Because here's what's interesting. So... Rico, I texted Steve just to double check that he could come on today. Mm-hmm. I texted him probably this morning. It was after early break, actually. Because he's a little busy, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, things especially are right now, yeah, yeah. Things are happening. And we, we always kind of preview, roughly preview, like, hey, this is what we're going to kind of touch on. Wow, but you send him the questions ahead of time? Not the questions, but we, we just the topics of, hey, this is what we're going to focus on. We'll, tragic. we'll hit on Husker recruiting, and then we'll... My text today consisted of, we'll hit on Husker recruiting and then Husker hoops. Okay. And Do we have to hit on Husker hoops? We're going to hit on Husker hoops. Right. And so then, just in the span of like two hours, you get Isaiah Garcia Castaneda Back. to withdraw his name from the portal. Big win. Okay, I want to be careful how I say this. It's another guy added to the fold under head coach of Garrett McGuire. Or head coach, uh, uh, wide receivers coach Garrett McGuire. Head coach, that is young. That is young. I could be a head coach. Yeah, you get a you get a guy with five receptions, 140 yards, and a touchdown as a Husker. Yeah, yeah. So um, all of through, the, through one game, all of those yards and touchdowns in one game in another country. Yes, we don't know if he can play football. He on played. The American he played side. in three games. He had four receptions, 140 yards, and a touchdown mm-hmm. overseas. Zero receptions. I don't even think he was targeted in another game. And two targets, one reception, zero yards against Oklahoma. Yeah. So. Isaiah Garcia Castaneda coming back, back, which is I, I I struggle to say victory for Garrett McGuire because once again from the proven production standpoint, we don't know yet, but it's another body in the room. He seemed when, like he was going to be so, really so good. It's it's IGC and then now it's it's Xavier Betts. All signs are pointing to, to Xavier Betts returning as well because um, Xavier's mother Shannon. Confirmed it to Husker Online last night on Sunday Hi, Shannon. that he did, in fact, attend the 6 p.m. team meeting for Nebraska football. Interesting. So, and, and Sip and I were talking this morning on early break, like, you, 
Matt Rule's not, hey, come on over, see what you, if you like what you hear from the team meeting. And, and then, then we'll, maybe... Hey, we'll decide on Wednesday if you're going to you know be a part of it. That's not how this no, works he's normally. Back. So, um, th- those are two guys that, once again, a couple weeks ago when we heard from Marcus Satterfield for the first time, he wanted variety in that wide receiver room. Now you bring in a body like Xavier Betts where there are a few people that can do what he does um, on the football field, a, an exceptional athlete, great playmaker, the athleticism, for the speed, the size, mm-hmm. some things that you can't really teach. Those things that he has, that Xavier Betts has, that he's now going to take back to Nebraska. Um, but my main concern, and I mentioned this on the on the water cooler, is how are the players in the locker room who were Bingo. on the roster with those two players when they decided to leave the team going to react? to them being back on the team. How is the receiver room going to be when Xavier Betts and Isaiah Garcia-Castaneda walk back in? Well, how how are the DBs who have to go against them every day mm-hmm. going to react when they see those two back on the field? And I'm not saying that it's going to be negative. I don't know if it's going to be negative. I don't know if it's going to be positive and they'll welcome them back with open arms. But you have to think, you know, Xavier Betts left before the season started. Mm-hmm. Okay, he, he, you know his his mind wasn't in it, his heart wasn't in it in, in terms of a football he, standpoint. He, he left in March of 2022. Yeah, before even close to starting. Um, IGC left in the beginning of the season, middle mm-hmm. of the season, whatever you want to call it. Um, so that that hits totally different. Where you might feel as if he gave up on the team, and then you know after so many months of of possible non-success in the transfer portal and not being able to find a home he's back is that going to be you know are his teammates former now current again teammates going to react positively and welcome him back with open arms or is it going to be is there going to be a rough patch for a little bit of time where you know he has to regain that trust from well, his teammates and I I know that that's not really something we can answer that might be a better question for an athlete or for somebody maybe maybe like a Jay Foreman or a Strick you know if you were on a team and mm-hmm. you heard somebody was requesting a trade the trade didn't get done and they were all in again or whatever how did you react to, to that situation with that person well I would honestly argue Rico that it would be a bigger questions surrounding IGC Yes, I mean this is this is a guy that left in the middle of the season, and, and you'll you won't forget. And his dad went on a Twitter. Rant. I was to say you won't forget the whole Twitter beef as well, and th- I think that's a bigger part of this whole thing. Is, is Xavier Betts left the team? Got kind of I don't want to say disassociated, just kind of like. It just fizzled out. It felt weird. Scott Frost came out in a press conference saying that he was not a member of the team as of right now. And that was it. Everybody was like, what does that mean? And he's just like, he's not a member of the team. He's not with the team right now. He's not a member. And then it was Xavier Betts is no longer with the team. So mm-hmm. it was, it was. did he leave? Did he just stop liking football? Did he not want to be here at Nebraska? Did he not want to be coached by Mickey Joseph or Scott Fr- and or Scott Frost? Did Scott Frost and the, the coaches decide to just part ways mutually? So I think there's things that we don't know quite well enough to speculate speculate on how the the response was Xavier Betts because if it's one of those things where Xavier Betts was kind of they mutually agreed to part ways because they just didn't get along mm-hmm. that's one thing but if he decided like you said to leave on his own choosing then that's a whole another story yeah if his heart IGC, wasn't in it, his mind wasn't I, in it Isaiah Garcia Castaneda it's great that you're back and, and from what we saw in a small sample size, especially the game in Ireland, you're capable of playing at this level. Mm-hmm. However, you dipped out on your 
guys he left three weeks into the season. Yeah, this that, that was not a coaching decision. That, there's that's not even up for debate. Four weeks. Four weeks. He didn't play in the North Dakota game. Okay, thank you. So, I mean, you you dipped right away. I mean, you dipped just four weeks into the season, mm-hmm. and so. That's that's what's a little more interesting for me is that how do they respond to I, Isaiah Garcia Castaneda? Also, guys, like with a new coaching staff, and as of right now, it's a no nonsense Matt Rule. Like, no, mm-hmm. and we we know a little bit about Garrett McGuire. We'll see if we get to talk to to Coach McGuire here in the next couple weeks. This is really going to test his mettle. but but it's it's also like Matt Rule might go in there and just be like, all right, clean slate for everyone. Like I, I, you can say I, it, you can. Oh, of you course can you can say, say it. it. But the guys that were on that roster, that were yeah. teammates with You're those right. guys, it's you. You can say clean slate all you want. They can agree, but everybody's going to have that feeling in the back of their mind, that that bad taste in their mouth when he left four weeks into the season. And like I said, this is going to test Garrett McGuire, mm-hmm. twenty-four years old, leading a receiver room with two guys back who left the team previously. Some guys are going to feel a certain way about it. So this is going to test how he's able to control the controversy, control the emotions of all those guys in that room, and maybe you just kind of first meeting that they're back. All right, everybody get your feelings out because from this point forward, we are a, a new receiving group and we're, we're going to try and get things the right way and get things going. Headhunter asks question, how do they frame bets leaving? Um, I'm not sure. They didn't really frame it any specific way. It was, it was just that he kind of realized that he may not have needed football as much as you thought a four-star guy in a, in a mm-hmm. top 100 class or, or close to to breaking the top 100 recruits in the country would have would have felt about football, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just to I can say that's just a mentality shift where he's just like, yeah, you know, you love football for so long, and then you just kind of get burnt out of it, and you're like, you know what, I don't, I don't think I can do this anymore. You mm-hmm. leave for a year, you realize. Oh snap! I really loved playing football. I loved everything about it. I need to go back, or I want to go back. And luckily for him, he was welcomed back to this yeah, team. Exactly, exactly. And just to, just so everybody's on the same page, timeline of Xavier Betts. So out of high school, Bellevue West grad, obviously got offers from a couple big tw- Big Ten schools: Iowa, Minnesota, Purdue, Nebraska. Um, he commits to Nebraska on April third of twenty nineteen. In twenty twenty. Xavier Betts records 12 catches for 131 yards and a touchdown catch. In 2021, Xavier Betts has 20 catches for 286 yards, no touchdown receptions, but has three rushes for 109 yards and a touchdown. Um, And then on March 24th of 2022, Scott Frost announces that Xavier Betts was, quote, not a member of the team. Then there's, he finds himself in the news while he's not associated with the Huskers. Mm -hmm. Um, Xavier Betts is stopped for speeding in Omaha at 1.30 in the morning in October of 2022. Betts ended up having a misdemeanor warrant for his arrest in the state of Iowa because of, of a possession of a controlled substance, got a citation, ended up not showing up for court, and so he had a warrant out for a misdemeanor warrant, mm-hmm. so nothing major. Um, and then Xavier Betts enters the transfer portal on January 4th of 2023. So, and that I will say that stop, that initial stop in the state of Iowa mm-hmm. was in March of 2022. Mm-hmm. And so, as we kind of go back, and I'm not trying to speculate too too much, but as we go back, if that was a reason or that was a Kickstarter or or some, I mean, it, it all matches up in a. But who knows? There could what be happened. something there. There could be not something. But that there. is the timeline of Xavier Betts as we know it publicly, um, without speculation. So. 
Uh, I mean, that's just kind of everybody's on the same page now. Last night, Nebraska had their first team meeting of spring ball where Matt Rule, first opportunity to get all the guys together in one room um, here in the new year, and, and Xavier Betts was in the room. So that's there's something to be said there. And maybe IGC was. Maybe. Let's t- uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we talk to Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska. We'll, t- we'll ask him about Xavier Betts, MJ Sherman, the new uh, Nebraska yeah, transfer from Georgia, former five-star guy that's played in 39 games, mostly on special teams for the Bulldogs. And then also um, Isaiah Garcia-Castaneda. All that and more coming up with Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska on the Happy Hour. <laughs> 